Hey, welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. This podcast is designed to be a space where together we can soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate ourselves and each other. How are you doing? How has your week been? You may have noticed again, this is Saturday Soup on a Sunday. Well, you know, when my cousin makes me Saturday Soup, and he makes the most delicious Saturday Soup, I always save some for Sunday. And this last few weeks, I have been saving Saturday Soup for Sundays. Now, I have noticed that uh, I feel a little bit out of alignment, a little bit out of commitment to myself in terms of doing Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. And um, I'm just noticing what that feels like and whether it's even true. And who do I owe something to? And I am curious about Storyville. I'm always curious about Storyville because the stories that we live in are shaping our experience moment by moment. They're shaping our mood, they're shaping our interpretation and most of what we are interpreting and perceiving, it's invisible to us. Like, the fact that we think in whatever language you're thinking, that none of us chose that, that's an inherited thing. By that I mean we are born into a time and a space where this is the dominant language and this is the dominant culture and this and so many things are invisible to us and have shaped our thinking and shaped our stories without our consent. And that's just how it works. That's just how it works. Our children do not ask to be born. They're born into whatever conditions, whatever environment they are born into. And they will make of that whatever they will make of that. And, yeah, so in that we are more innocent than we think and less at cause (laughs) than we think. And also more at cause than we think. (laughs) So I have been noticing the story that I've been living in. Uh, um, The story of alignment and being out of alignment. And as I was going through my lounge this morning and I have on my, um, my little kind of meditation space a beautiful vase full of irises. And I love irises. I love those kinds of flowers. I love the flowers that open out like hands. So one of my favourite trees is a magnolia tree. And if you look at the flowers, they open up like like hands. That They just open and curl over and they're beautiful. So I like irises, lilies, things that look like that. And it occurred to me, as I went past them, that there would be no way, no way that I could describe in words what I perceived as I looked at those flowers. 
they look purple and yellow from a distance on tall stalks of grain. But when you get up close to them, you see so many different shades of purple and how the yellow runs into white and each of the petals curled over opening and I thought there's no way that I can communicate (laughs) just how beautiful I find these flowers there's no way and so I began to wonder well what can I communicate about this and you might have already seen you might have already realised what I'm talking about is mindful attention so the practice of mindfulness as we understand it today was really brought over by um a psychologist called John Kabat-Zinn and his definition of mindfulness is is very simple. He says mindfulness is paying attention on purpose to the present moment without judgment. Paying attention on purpose to the present moment without judgment. Simply paying attention to experience and not judging it. That is all that mindfulness is. Now, every human being has a part of their mind, part of their brain, that is totally interested in judging, totally interested in naming and labelling. It's one of our safety mechanisms. One of the ways in which we know this is safe, this is okay. It's also one of the ways that contributes to our pain and suffering, if you like. Because what the brain likes is fixed, predictable experience. Oh, this is like that. This is like that. And the brain likes to filter and sort information and data coming in out, coming into us. It likes to sort the data out in that way. Now, we can see then the mechanism of labeling has uses. There's something within the brain called the default mode network. And this default mode network is totally interested in others and the self. And it's totally, it's the mind chatter. It is the the part of the brain that generates the inner dialogue about the self and others. And how we are appearing to others. And how we are showing up. And it is totally always offering this running commentary on how are we doing, how are we doing, how are we doing, <laughs> and how are they doing? And um, uh, Dan Siegel uses the acronym OATS, Others and the Self. And 
And when I found out about this DMN, this default mode network, I was just struck by the by the letters, the demon, the, the DMN, the, the inner chatterbox. And um, one of the ways that we can get away from that inner dialogue and that inner chatter is through the practice of mindfulness. Because over time, the practice of paying attention on purpose to the present moment helps to quieten and decrease the activity in that default mode network. So, here's the point. (laughs) If you've got some flowers or a plant or some grass or some water nearby or anything at all, a crystal, a picture a pattern go and look just look look at the outline look at the colors look at the space around what it is that you're looking at So often we look to the item, to the outline of the building, look at the space in between and just notice what you can see, the colours, the textures, the light, the shade. And just spend a couple of moments doing that. Likewise, you can pay attention to what you can hear. Do you hear that? (laughs) A huge motorbike has gone by on the ring road near where I live. And even though all of the windows are closed... vibration of that sound is over and above what my double glazing can do (laughs) did you ever sit down to meditate and notice all these external sounds and believe them to be distractions did you ever do that When we pay attention on purpose to experience without judgment, then no sound is really a distraction. It's only sound occurring in the silence. And the sound comes and the sound goes and there's space in between. The mind is so used to labelling, oh, this is that, this is that. Judging, evaluating. If you notice yourself judging and evaluating, labelling, it might be helpful for you to, to say so. Oh, judging. Oh, evaluating. 
labeling. Just notice the distinctions, the differences between those flavors of thought. They're all thought, but they're flavors. So, paying attention to the present moment on purpose without judgment. We don't have to sit down to be mindful. can be mindful in any single moment that we're in. Mindful on the bus, on the train, bus driving, walking, shopping, standing in the queue, <laughs> waiting to pay. <laughs> you can be mindful right there. Pay attention to the sensations of your feet as they touch the floor. to notice the distribution of weight to notice the sights the sound around you again without judgment the mind might serve up judgment it might serve up evaluations it might serve up labels can notice I'm labeling, I'm evaluating, I'm judging. Mindfulness is one of my go-to practices because when I learned it, I had been suffering from real panic disorder, if you like. Um, I've been having severe panic attacks and suffering from anxiety and desperately difficult time. And it just so happened that the therapist I went to see was a mindfulness-based CBT practitioner. So not only did she guide me towards evidencing, evidence-checking beliefs, she also taught me how to slow down, how to scan my body, how to tune in and um, I haven't stopped doing it since, since I learned how to do it <laughs> because it's been so helpful. So if mindfulness looks to you like something that some other people do, I'd encourage you to give it a try on purpose because we do mindfulness by accident anyway. Whenever we're fully engaged in a moment, you know, you've experienced those moments where time passes so quickly because you weren't thinking. like a space of no mind where the mind is not involved what we're trying to do is to strengthen ourselves in the witness strengthening ourselves in the observer so that we are not 
totally driven or led by the emotional mind. So that we are not driven or led by external force and external fears. So that we can practice taking a step back and noticing you can use any of your senses and you can use any experience that you're having to pay attention on purpose to the experience that you're in without judgment and it's the without judgment piece that's so freeing for us May you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be well, may you be loved. This has been Saturday Soup for the Sister Soul on a Sunday.